Welcome. This is Anna Dornier, aka The Sugar Rebel, and we are on episode 7 of Keto and Life Hacks. And you know what, guys? You guys have been voting based on the number of plays that I see on each episode. And so it seems like just looking at the data that most of you are interested in learning about the keto lifestyle and, you know, understanding that whole, like, what does that mean, right? And in terms of, like, what does that look like in a day or what does that look like, you know, as far as results, right? And ultimately, this is what it's all about, keto and life hacks. That's that's why the name of the podcast is that, is because I do love talking about this stuff and I... As I talk with you guys that, you know, follow me on social media, maybe we have a conversation, I hear your feedback and I hear your concerns and I hear, I, I look at where your needs are and those are the topics that I will be focusing on. And that's what I used to kind of dictate what I'm going to talk to you guys about today in terms of the ketogenic lifestyle. We'll take a little break from the mindset stuff for a little bit and go keto. So, uh, you know, what a whole day of keto looks like will be dif- different for somebody who's just starting out and for somebody who's been doing it for a while. So if you're one of those people who's just starting out, a whole day of keto eating is going to be, I prefer you to still be eating five meals a day that means eating every two to three hours if you've ever done a high protein low carb plan that's how they're usually designed and that's for a reason because you don't want your blood sugar to drop too much to where you're going to use your muscles for energy you want to protect your muscles as much as possible because that's your fat burning machine We'll talk about that in another podcast because that's a whole lot of a lot of topic there. And so in order to preserve the muscles that you have, you have to still eat every two to three hours, even at the beginning of the ketogenic lifestyle. And again, you want most of your calories to be coming from fats and not as much protein, especially at that beginning stages. And then probably at most 50 grams of carbs if not less and most of those carbs will be coming from vegetables we talked about that in the last episode so if you missed that be sure to go back there before you listen to this one because otherwise this won't make sense so um you're still going to be eating two to three uh, sorry every two to three hours and you will still be eating some proteins and fats and vegetables for every meal And if you're looking, how do I balance my macros without actually having to count it or track it is to just have more fats, a little bit of protein and some vegetables. That's really it. If you follow that, I mean, you're like 80% ahead of most of the people that start keto. And so if you do that, you have to eat every two to three hours. Um, If you're testing, and I'm talking about the blood ketone test, not the urine test, 
because by the time the the, the ketones show up in your urine, it's just telling you what you're getting rid of. It's not telling you how much ketones are in your blood, right? The amount of fat that has converted into ketones so that you can use it for energy. And so once you do test, you're going to want, with the blood test, you're going to want to see 0.5 millimoles and above. That's the state where your body's able to utilize those ketones for energy. And even if you haven't had a meal for a while, your body will have access to these ketones, which will not require you to eat every two to three hours. So I'm hoping that, that that's making sense. So that means once you hit that state called ketosis, where you actually have this alternative fuel source, you can basically skip meals if you'd like. Because when you skip meals, that means you're going to be burning your dietary fat, the fats from your foods, or your stored body fat and convert that into energy. So that means that you have this huge storage of energy that you now have access to and it just happens to be fat and that's why for a lot of people that go into ketosis and they hit that state when they're feeling the energy mental clarity mental focus better mood it's just it just this life just got injected to you that's how it feels that's how it felt to me so once you hit that state you can skip meals. This is why most people who do keto also practice intermittent fasting because you can certainly like eat one or two meals a day and not have to worry about your muscles not being protected, right? You, you can preserve the muscles that you have. And if you're working out strength training, which I highly recommend that you do, if you have some weight and fitness goals, Definitely strength training is a must. But I understand that everyone's going to get there at the very beginning. But do something physical that will require you to be stronger. Something. Just start somewhere. So anyway, that, that's kind of how the beginning and once you hit ketosis level, that's how those two meal plans are going to look different. Those, those two days are going to look a little different. So again, just to kind of summarize... The first few days of keto, you want to eat at least five meals a day. Eat every two to three hours. Follow the macronutrient ratios. And once you feel that state, maybe you tested you with your blood test or you just feel a difference. You know that, you know, you, you don't, you feel so much better. That means that you're in ketosis. And when you hit that point, you can literally eat one or two meals a day. And, and basically simplify your life, cook less meals, eat less, right? And then you're going to lose fat and then you're going to be, be healthier for it, which is really, really awesome. As we dive to maybe, you know, some, some deeper stuff on the benefits of ketones, you guys will be amazed as to what this, this, this ketone body, this little thing can do in our bodies. And it's just pretty, pretty awesome. And th this is why I'm so passionate about talking about this lifestyle because I've seen the power of it 
in in other people's lives in my life in my family's life it's just been a tremendous gift and blessing to us i'm not just talking about um exogenous ketones which is you guys know that i drink that at least twice a day um but i'm talking about the ketones that you also make yourself if you decide to do the ketogenic lifestyle and want to use it as a lifestyle and that is where kind of you know a lot of people this is another thing that i've been hearing about some of the complaints about keto is that it's not sustainable yes i understand like if you don't have exogenous ketones i think that it's it can be it can be difficult but it's not impossible um but you can certainly you can certainly it's definitely sustainable keto is definitely sustainable um, because the longer that you follow this way of life the more your body's gonna pref prefer to use fuel this way and so it's gonna be easier for your body to kind of flip-flop between carbs and fats as far as what it burns the longer that you do it and because you're not wanting as much carbs your body is now even more optimized to be able to switch back and forth between the two if that makes sense it's it's there's just a lot of uh, information in there just in the fat adaptation alone but you guys will basically have an idea what a day um, of eating looks like as far as whether you're starting or towards the middle or you know you've been doing it for quite some time and maybe you've been toying with the idea of intermittent fasting which is a great idea uh, there's lots of benefit to fasting which can be another episode as well um, but it just gives your body a break from digesting too much and then when you're not digesting your body's resources now has more energy to direct somewhere else so if it's you know to make more hormones that favor weight loss or whatever it is it's, it's just a powerful powerful um change if you can make it work for yourself and if that's where you're leaning more towards um so i'm sure there's going to be more questions after this if you guys are looking for a food list a sample meal plan or even like more of a more organized structured information to digest what keto is i have an, a free ebook as well so you guys can direct message me on instagram or facebook i'm the sugar rebel or you can also find my personal facebook page at anna dornier and i'm also on twitter with at the sugar rebel so that's how you guys can reach me. If you guys have any further questions, it's going to be a short podcast because I don't really want to like give you too much information. By the way, I'm recording this on April 28th. Um, I'll be publishing this on the 29th of April. I do have a challenge coming up. I haven't decided yet if it's going to be a five or a seven day challenge. I'm still kind of figuring out the structure, but there's going to be information on that um on my pages and also in the sugar rebels group and if you're not already a part of the sugar rebels group um just look for it on facebook the sugar rebels and i will add you i'll approve your request um so that's it if you guys have any questions you guys know where to reach me 
please give me a review um, while you're at it (laughs) as soon as you end this episode so that we can tell more people about the the keto and the life hacks and the importance of mindset and how that all ties in together if this information has been helpful for you please help me spread the news by sharing this episode or just my my channel in general take a screenshot of it maybe and put it on your stories if you know how to do stories that would be awesome thank you guys for tuning in i'm always here for you guys to answer your questions Until next time, I'll see you then. Okay, guys, I had to add to the last recording and I'm going to add it to the same episode. Um, So it's going to be a little bit weird format. But anyway, um, I wanted to actually cover what I actually eat in a day because I know some of you are probably curious about that. You know, having been doing keto for over three years, I've kind of settled into like a structure, right, for my day. So typically my... I tend to work out in the mornings because that's when I'm always free and I know I can always do it six days a week and so I get my morning workout and that's the first thing that I do so take my pre-workout supplements take my morning supplements for the day with my pre-workout basically and I prepare my workout drink right before you know so that I can take it with me when I work out I drink some of that before the workout and then the other the rest during the workout to help me recover and to protect muscles you're gonna see a theme here in everything that I do nutrition wise is protecting muscles because it's so important so um, you're gonna I had the pre-step the pre-workout I got the workout drink the recovery drink and then typically once i get home shower meditate after that i will have my fat coffee which typically is your if you don't have keto cream it's basically powdered fat coffee Um, you can make your own with butter and coconut oil it's just a little bit more work (laughs) that's all that's the main difference Um, and so fat coffee in the middle of the morning and then lunchtime usually is my first like actual solid meal so and typically i won't eat again until dinner um, unless i snacks i snack or drink a keto os in the mid-afternoon and typically too i will have a mid-morning keto OS as well sometimes about an hour after I had my fat coffee if I just don't have time to eat yet or I don't want to eat yet um, I will delay the the lunch a little bit longer and that's just kind of extends my fast a little bit so that's how my day looks like and then of course I go to bed I try to get eight hours of sleep I know that's like totally unrelated well it is related but we haven't talked about sleep yet and then take my supplements um, at night. So that's basically how my day looks like. So typically it's about two meals a day. Sometimes I honor my hunger. If I feel hungry in the morning, I will have a breakfast. And that's usually 
eggs and bacon, of course, <laughs> right? Typically, or if I don't have as much time, I will make a scram uh, some scrambled eggs with some butter and heavy cream, which is so good. So that's how my day looks like. If you've been doing it for as long as I have, I'm sure that you have your own um, structure as well. Everyone's going to be different. Some people will practice like, you know, 16 hours of fasting and eight hours of uh, eating window. And that works well for them. Most days that work that work works better for me. Um, and you just have to kind of find your flow and find a structure that works best for you. But if you're still looking to lose fat, you still want to have a calorie deficit. That's always going to be a, how do you call this? A requirement for weight loss or fat loss is you have to have a calorie de de deficit. And if you don't, then, you know, how are you going to be able to burn your own stored energy if you have a surplus of energy all the time, right? It's, just, it's simple when it, you break it down that way. But without the interference of insulin, with the carbs and everything, it makes it easier. That's why keto seems like it's easier for, for some people if it's a good fit for you. So yeah, I just wanted to add that real quick. Um, let me know if you guys have any questions.